0: Has removed Queen Elizabeth as their head of state and decided to become a full-on republic. The march of democracy across the world.
1: Barbados, a bar badass.
0: I couldn't find Barbados on a globe f- for a dollar. It's
1: right down yonder,
0: Caribbean. Uh, that'd been my guess, but I I wouldn't sure. It's um, lovely.
1: I've never been there, but I've seen pictures. I'd like to be there now. What's oh, stopping me? Capital uh, is Bridgetown.
0: How 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 are, how are their <laughs> countries? That still had Queen Elizabeth as their head of state. That is Barbadian so stupid. Knowledge. That is so the year 1500. I know. It's, it's
1: idiotic. They're just part of the, the British Empire. Right, it's the birthplace of, birthplace of Rihanna.
2: She should be the head of state. That's my <laughs> vote. <laughs> wow. There you
1: go. Not bad. Oh, uh,
2: or, She's not uh, the WAP singer, though, right? No, oh. that's, that's Cardi B oh. and Megan the Stallion.
1: Gotcha. The Stallion is an odd nickname for a woman. It's gendered language. I was just, uh, I'm I'm texting a source for a story, um, and I I needed to ask um, if it's cool if I include certain specifics. Um, So excuse me for texting as we were getting underway uh, during this segment. Um, I think it is worth uh, worth the energy. I have uh, a couple of different uh, things here that are related to each other. This was sent along by listener Andy. Uh, U-Haul prices are spiking in California, partly because of demand just in general, but because it's so heavily outflow and one way, they've got to charge higher prices to get their trucks back because people are moving to the usual suspects, uh, Idaho, Montana, uh, Austin, um, uh, Nashville is is emerging as a home for former Californians. And, for instance,
0: if you flee L.A. I love many of those places. They will be ruined by all the Californians showing up. But
1: Unless it's primarily do? conservative Californians fleeing. But I don't know that it is. It is in large measure conservatives, but it's also just people who are sick of the expense and, mm-hmm. and everything else. And the horrible governance. You, I don't care which way you swing. If there is a junkie shooting up on your doorstep when your little kids go out to play. And there's just wide, exploding property crime where you live. You're going to get out. You're going to vote with your feet. If you flee L.A. for sunny Houston, Texas, for instance. Uh, with a fairly large U-Haul. It'll cost you $4,200. The reverse journey... Is, what is that is a percentage? That's about twenty percent less. It's thirty four hundred dollars. So there's there's about a twenty five percent premium for leaving California. We saw the meme the other day. Gavin Newsom has been named U-Haul's uh, salesman of the year.
0: Um, well, we've heard a number of people say he's our best real estate agent.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's not just U-Haul. Truck rental companies across both L.A. and San Francisco are charging more, like Budget Rental, which seems to spread the high cost across its various sizes of vehicles. Um, Yeah, this is something else. Oh, and, you know, in a related story, you I'm got, sorry, go you ahead. you got
0: people pooping in the driveway of the Speaker of the House. Uh, yes. That's the sort of place you well, live. Well,
1: it's a demonstration. Uh, we got this note from David, who manages a property in uh, Sacramento, California. Had a guy lighting fires, another turning over trash cans, trashing furniture. Our private security company can't do anything; their hands are tied. Call the police, nothing, no show, no call back, and I don't blame them. They have a lot on their hands. Um, and he mentions that Ben Shapiro just posted he's moving his company into Nashville. Uh, Thirty-two people, I think. It's not a big employer, but significant. Um, your your high tax blue
0: states are going to lose a lot of the people that pay all the taxes. Yep. Good luck. Good luck. Yep. Um, so they arrested the Pelosi pooper? Yes, they did, Jack. The speaker-esser? We're all safe.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, indeed. And we have a uh, an audio montage of uh, both the the act and the arrest. That's clip 42. This is not safe for those who are particularly sensitive to public pooing.
0: Hey, boys, that's for President
2: Trump. <laughs> hey, everybody, I just took a nasty Pelosi's driveway. Why f*** <laughs> What? Scoop Scoop Look it up. It's on YouTube. What did he sco- I just <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's driveway. Wo- sco- <sighs> America. <sighs> America. Hell yeah. <laughs> Pelosi got wo- <laughs> on her lawn. Scoop. He Scoop. <laughs> sco- poop. Well, seconds later. I'm just asking. What have I done?
0: Okay, you're, I'm investigating right now, a crime. So put sure. your phone down. I know what I'm being suspected of committing. For defecating on a public official's property. Any more questions? Is there a different penalty for defecating on a public official's property than on my property? Because people have been pooping on people's property in the San Francisco area and a lot of your big cities uh, regularly for quite some time now, and nobody does anything about it. They'll, they'll laugh at you if you call the police for that. There are 275 people with their pants around their
1: ankles right now in San Francisco dumping on the street as we speak. Gross. But Nancy Pelosi, and listen, I'm not pro-public
0: poop. No, I'm not either.
1: Dude, but don't Nancy be, Pelosi obviously gets special treatment.
0: Don't be quite so proud of yourself. You see, <laughs> anybody could do that. poop he scoop That's We've, Kanye, yeah? I yes, can do yes, that. Everybody around you could do that. We've chosen not to for a whole bunch of reasons. Although, remember... <laughs> he,
1: <laughs> thank you, Sean. Thank you for standing up for what's good and right. He explained he's, uh, he lives on the street. And because of the COVID lockdown, there's nowhere to go to the bathroom. Which is Meanwhile, true. Meanwhile, the people of privilege who are calling for and enforcing the lockdown, they have no such problems. Now, he could have conducted himself with a bit more dignity. Maybe not op <laughs> Well, I mean, he just didn't have to whoop and yell, I crapped on Nancy Pelosi's driveway. Ah! Yeah, that was. Again, I think you undermined the dignity of your cause there, sir. But as a, a protest, especially since. Legendarily, there are websites, there are entire city departments dedicated to cleaning up the human fecal matter in San Francisco. I'm sorry. I'm not going to act like this guy, you know, he, he tried to assassinate her or something.
0: Well, like right. That. Did the, What's the website? The poop map or whatever? You can actually go on a website every day in the Brownsf.com. San
1: Francisco area. I can't remember. it yeah. a semi-clever Taxpayers name. Taxpayers
0: but... are putting... <laughs> You can you can find uh, taxpayers are paying to clean this up, and there's a place you can go to see where all of them happened yesterday. Yeah, America, hell yeah! So it's not like he did something that's completely out of the ordinary. I wonder how many feet you would have had to walk from that one to the next one. Mm. Not very far, Probably just across, not. The, you know, just the other side of the street, or just down the sidewalk.
1: Yeah. yeah. In Pelosi's hood, less. Yeah, probably yeah. because a lot of the rich people in San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, and you know, successful people. I've, I've, i I hate the term rich because it's pejorative uh, in an odd way. But wealthy people are hiring their own private security
0: company. That's what happens
1: because you see. Um, the cops are so overwhelmed with the with the criminals there's no quality of life anymore.
0: And oh. if you defund the police rich people will still have protection. Oh that's poor that me. won't.
1: Yeah. That's right. That reminds me. Do we have uh I think we do. A story out of Minneapolis. I'm a fan of irony and this was almost too much irony. I'm not sure I can handle it. I might have an irony overdose because of this story out of Minneapolis. Um uh, Zabadabadoo. Where is that? Well, forty-one. Uh, oh, we do have it. I have an old list. Somebody give me the current list. Damn it! All right, go ahead.
0: The Minneapolis Star Tribune reports the city council there is pressing the police chief for a plan to address crime in their wards. The council president says her constituents tell her officers say they're not in enforcing the laws and that bloodshed will continue unless more police are hired. Just for context here, this is the same Minneapolis City Council that 2 months ago led an effort to defund and dismantle the police department and replace it with a community-based system of public safety. Violence and murder
1: skyrocketing in Seattle as they are in a lot of cities because of racism or cuz the cops are race cuz uh, of systemic um Oh, patriarchy, fascist, fascist,
2: blah, blah, blah. Once again, I find myself foiled by the consequences of my own actions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hate when that happens. And meanwhile, and I I must make this point. The conversation about actual, valuable, smart police reform has been swept away by the stupidity. Tim Scott, black man, senator. South Carolinian can't get his bill debated because the Democrats want to keep the issue. They want to keep the black people angry. So they vote Democrat. And there are people on both sides of the aisle that really want to move that legislation forward and and, and find a way to solve what is admittedly a challenge in this country. But they're not being permitted to by the politicians. Oh, well.
0: Um, what got, are
1: you going to do? Swig down bourbon like it's water.
0: Somebody sent this, uh, oh, I'll hit it next, uh, lawn sign they saw that's uh, political. And if you haven't heard uh, what Attorney General Barr said about the shutdown, it's kind of interesting, and it had Mika Brzezinski breathless on Morning Joe. She wakes up breathless. So, all <laughs> that on the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: A couple of different uh, Attorney General Barr things. Oh, by the way, coming up on a uh, highlight, a little conversation, uh, a Twitter war that happened among some of your New York Times crowd about the difference between being racially black or politically black i guess you can be politically black and not be black actually black skinned okay or you can be black skinned but you're not politically black so you don't count as black
1: no you're not a real black person according to angry young
0: white chicks how insane is this world how insulting is it yeah and racist anyway um attorney general barr uh couple of different appearances one behind closed doors one on tape first the one behind closed doors where he said we should start charging some of these antifa types in various cities with you know under sedition laws that we have on the books federal crimes where we can really put these people in jail and uh, that seems like a pretty good idea to me i mean if you're yeah. an anti-america group working across state lines hell-bent on tearing down the u.s government
1: yeah i remember as a kid i learned you know the exceptions to free speech crying of Fire in a crowded theater, inciting a riot, or uh, advocating the violent overthrow of the United States government. And and I've known that since I was a little kid, and yet there are people running around constantly not only advocating it, but trying to get it
2: going. If the theater I am in is crowded and is actually on fire, am I allowed to say it then? Absolutely not. you got to yell flood or something. Anything but fire.
1: No, that's an excellent <laughs> question. I think you can.
0: Conflagration! <laughs> <laughs> Or something conflagration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he saying? <laughs>
2: I think he said um,
1: conflagration.
0: What <laughs> that's not a word! He must he must be a
1: recent immigrant. <laughs>
2: Hilarious. Do I smell smoke?
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, um. Oh, Bill Barr. That's right. We're talking yes. about Bill Barr. So, someday you eat the bar.
0: This uh, is going to include a clip of him saying something that, to me, is absolutely one hundred percent. Accurate, smart, and should be discussed. But it had poor Mika Brzezinski and Morning Joe, just as she always is. Barely able to keep it together. <laughs> I can't believe this happened. I, I wish I wasn't the person that has to tell you this happened. <laughs> and so it's her and uh, Clip a Barr and then Willie Brown asking a question to a guest. And I cut out the answer because the answer is just them all going on and on about how upset they are. Here we go.
1: Let's turn to the Attorney General Bill Barr who in comments at an event at Hillsdale College in Michigan yesterday expressed his opposition to stay at home orders in the early months of the COVID-19 pandemic with a
0: connection to slavery. Tell the business people what the rules are and then let them try to adapt their business to that and and you'll have ingenuity and people will at least have the freedom to try to earn a living. But the but but you know Putting a national lockdown stay-at-home orders is like house arrest. It's, the, it's, the, it's you know, other than slavery, which was a different kind of restraint, this is the greatest intrusion on civil liberties in American history.
1: Aaron
2: Haynes, uh, I don't even know what my question is to you. Uh, the president, excuse me, the attorney general comparing closing businesses to prevent the spread. Of a virus that has consumed the country and shut down the country in many
1: ways, in health, but also in economically, saying it's the worst uh, restraint since slavery. I...
0: And then they all just talk about how awful that was and how they can't believe it's happening in America. How Trump, insensitive, Trump derangement, Trump derangement s- syndrome is just wild. If he had said this was the worst violation of our freedoms, somebody had said, oh, you've never heard of slavery? Exactly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So he said, since I've become aware of this recently, I mentioned this earlier today, but it's worth paying attention to. Whenever they run into something like that on MSNBC or CNN or NPR, and they know they're supposed to be outraged, but there's nothing wrong with it. They go with the, I don't. I don't even know what question to ask you, Jim. Or I don't even know. I can't even form words. I just... The, the, the implication being I'm so upset. I'm just so devastated that I can't even... No, you can't form words because there's nothing
2: wrong with it, you frickin' phonies. <laughs> this over-obsession with semantics and and getting that to lose the point that he was making that this is a gigantic sacrifice that the government is asking slash making us do. Yeah, making and, and whether or not you think that the prohibition was another thing, right? There there are three things that jumped up, like segregation, prohibition, women not being allowed to vote. We could possibly have a debate over whether this, how this ranks with uh, the government not allowing uh, individual liberties to go. But to to have that override the point that he was making. You no, know, it was a slight on slavery is right, what it was. right. I, I just uh, I don't know how people are actually supposed, I don't know to, discuss how
1: we're supposed to get anywhere. He was <laughs> essentially saying slavery was no big deal. That's what I I heard him call for the return of slavery. Know, That's just... the way I took that. Mika,
0: Willie the... Geist, who used to be sane, and you know, what? yeah, yeah, absolutely. I he was I was really a fan of his. Um, the the problem is that this whole if Trump's for it, I'm against it, or you know, reverse thing. Trump wants things to open up. So I have to just be, hardcore lockdowns are obviously the right thing to do. Right. Um, I, I, without having a discussion of, wow, when has the government ever taken this much freedom away from people? Ah, It's just maddening that we not can't discuss do it. Not only do they
1: not come to our conclusion, they don't even ask the question. They act as if the question doesn't exist, which is
0: disturbing. Fitting into the, uh, I heard on the news, another town that was talking about canceling Halloween and people just... Reporting in the news, like, that makes sense. The government can cancel Halloween. You know, the government can stop your kid from dressing up and go to your neighbor's house. They can? And, and, Since when? Yeah, when did that become a thing?
1: Under what authority? Well, it's a health emergency. Wait a minute, is it?
0: And even if For it is, children, it, they they can not let your kid dress up as Spider-Man and go to your neighbor's house? Uh, I suggest a little bit of uh, civil disobedience, folks. If your neighbor says, yeah, they can come over, that's why my light's on. You You can stop that? I didn't know that. Under what law? Maybe we should discuss this.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: I'm ready for the confirmation number. Whenever. Okay, sir. Can I put you on a brief hold? Yeah, that's fine. The f- idiot i'm still here oh she (laughs) hung up
1: (laughs) your call will be recorded to ensure quality (laughs) for training purposes right did she just call her customer an effing idiot Yeah. wow yeah
2: did the old uh, hold on one second leaning over to her i gotta i gotta have an idiot on the line here's the
0: question though is he (laughs) <laughs> what what did he call for? He yeah. might have called for something idiotic.
2: Well, there's
1: no reason for the sailor talk, though, the salty language. <laughs> the truth is
2: she, a defense. She just forgot that's to put it on hold. absolute
1: defense, yeah. <laughs> It's not slander if it's true. Just a quick follow-up to the last segment about the shutdown and everything. I'm going to keep everybody anonymous here, but we got a note from one of our beloved listeners. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Well, that's right. I'm supposed to talk about what's at the website, and I keep forgetting. We have a lot of great stuff at the website, including that cavalcade of... Uh, Democratic politicians and media people calling for violence and rioting. Uh, we have our uh and Extra Large podcast with Michael Savage. Um, also, oh, in the uh, Pelosi Poopers political commentary. Uh, but anyway, back to the email. Uh, we live in a small town where there is little to no Chinese bat flu around us, but our st- schools are still closed with teachers distance learning from their classrooms. Uh, every night around the dinner table, there's a well, I'm going to summarize here. Um, we've been talking about it, and today our 7th grader said, what would happen if we just went to our first period class? After much discussion to determine if they should do just that, we decided, yeah, as a an act of uh, demonstration, making a point, they're going to ride their bikes to school with the instruction of no matter what happens, they're going to be respectful. The teachers ask them why they're there, tell them we're here to go to school. If they're asked to leave, They're going to the quad to use school Wi-Fi to distance learn on campus. The administration asks them to leave the premises. They'll respectively go and say, see you tomorrow. We'll see where it goes from there. If you're interested, I'll let you know how it goes. Heck yeah, we're interested. Wow. I love that idea. Love it. Paying a lot of money for you to educate my kid. I'd love to see 200 families do that at a single uh, school district. I'm
0: surprised it hasn't happened. I'm a little disappointed in America that there's not more resistance to uh, them just not educating your kid or telling you you're not allowed to run your business but anyway uh, we've talked a lot about that snowflake debuted yesterday is the biggest software ipo ever it is a cloud-based software sort of it's thing.
2: it's a data center
1: it's the the biggest ever and and i don't know about this company i never even heard of it which of i'm not big in
0: data management really which is leading me toward this Small tech stocks soar as the future arrives early. You hate to have the future arrive early. It's disconcerting. It really is. Um, Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow, maybe. Wait in line tomorrow. There's a system. Because you mentioned you hadn't heard of Snowflake, which is the biggest software IPO ever. How about Fastly, which is up 310%?
1: Is this (laughs) one of those games where two of the companies are real and one's made up?
0: (laughs) These are all real.
1: Wait a minute. Company or Kentucky Derby horse? <laughs> that's a good one for the next
2: time.
0: Zaler is up 180%. That's Horse. that's with a
2: ZSC to start oh, at the a, beginning. That's Zscaler, that is a, okay. uh, a cybersecurity company.
0: Okay. Chegg, so you've heard of them because you're a master investor. Chegg and Viva are both up 75% and 90%. Boy, both Chegg and Viva? <laughs> I'm telling you, folks, he's making this
2: up. Chang was a four-to-one favorite, I think.
0: In a tech universe dominated by Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, and Google, the share prices of little companies you've probably never heard of are soaring because of the coronavirus pandemic that has accelerated trends that were building for years slowly, but were forced all of a sudden to become a very big deal. You know, all of this being able to work from home, being able to do school from home, being able to reach your customers through the Internet. Uh, knowing they're not going to come into your store. All this just accelerated immediately. In the past 10 weeks, we've seen more change than we've seen in the previous 20 years when it comes to remote work. That's Mm -hmm. certainly true. Sure. In 10 weeks, we saw 20 years worth of change with remote working. And it could be a
1: net positive at some point.
0: I think it will be. Uh, I don't know. At this point, I just more or less expect everything to get worse. (laughs) expect everything to get worse. Yes.
2: You got some good precedent working and on your I, side. I, well,
0: <laughs> well, and I'm
1: an
2: optimist.
0: There is a name a for realist. that. Everything getting worse, it's uh crapification. No. Decline? That's part of it, but... Entropy?
1: Yeah, that's it. That's the word uh, I was looking yeah, for. D- d- things tend to move toward chaos.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and, and death. And, you know, dis- yes. destruction. Yeah, yes. Everything...
1: Entropy, I think, is what we're witnessing. Yeah, yeah that's the word.
0: Although, you know, I'm not, I'm not a
1: futurist. I don't know. It could be that the the emptying out of the cities will uh, ultimately be a good thing for humanity. Although, the people got to go somewhere. Well, bir- low birth rates will take care of that. I mean, we're not having babies. Correct. We're having to import people. I listen who still to, like having babies, so, so Social Security doesn't collapse.
0: I listened to a podcast yesterday. It was one of those about the Enlightenment and every and how much how much mankind has improved over the last several hundred years. Yeah. and we've talked about this a lot. And
1: the social justice warriors want to undo that. By the way,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the reasons it's in the news so much is that uh, you know people who are rioting, talking about how awful things are you know need to take a big picture perspective of how things are so much better for human beings than they've ever been on the whole um, there's always room for improvement um i can't believe you even have to say that out loud as a caveat of course there is mm-hmm. but you know overall things are better for human beings in the united states and around the world than they've ever been um and it's just true um but population-wise they the 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 smartest people seem to think that We've we're about at peak population and then it's probably going to go down or hang around the same. You know, the whole population bomb thing that was so big when we were kids, Mm -hmm. you know, the world going to support 50 billion people. But, But there just seems to be a limit to how many we've just combination of all kinds of different things. The psychology of uh, it getting crowded and being able to amuse ourselves and not needing farm labor and just all the different things that are going on. Mm -hmm. We're probably not going to end up with more people, so we probably can feed everyone.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, we certainly can feed people. Unless global warming kills all the crops.
0: Yeah, this this is really related to nothing. I just thought it was an interesting statistic. Uh, They were... uh, Grow corn in the Yukon is the answer. Sorry, back to you. They were talking about time dollars, which is an interesting way of of looking at stuff as opposed to just dollars adjusted for inflation. You include uh, time into things. Mm -hmm. For instance, in the early 1800s, you had to work about five hours to come up with an hour of light. Oh, an hour of light, like an artificial light. lighting. yeah, yeah Whale yeah. oil or yeah, candle can- oil. It was so expensive because there was such demand. Be about five, so it was, a, you know, it was a really big deal to have an hour of light. Okay, you, you had gather. to work
1: five hours to get an hour of light. Yeah, I was That's
0: astonishing. Com- I was completely unaware of this. I guess during the founding father's time, it was only the super rich had candles where you could do a lot of reading. I mean, you you had to have some serious money to do that because you just couldn't afford it. Right. Candles were so expensive because they were in such demand. I'd never thought about that before. We think of candles as being practically free, but they weren't at the time.
1: And I got a cabinet full of them.
0: And so, in uh, the early 1800s, five hours of work for an hour of light, and by uh, you know by fairly recently, it's zero. It's so close to zero, it's practically zero. Hmm. I mean it's point zero zero hundreds of a penny or something like that. Um how much that changed over time. I yeah. just just thought, thought that was an interesting statistic. Yeah. Work money or uh time dollars. Yeah. You know, is is a way to look at things.
1: Everybody needs to read Steven Pinker's Enlightenment now. It's uh, it's an incredible book and it it just it blows up so much of the snowflake not the tech company but the uh, you know the uh the poor little cringing uh, social justice warrior types—it blows up so many of their narratives. I mean, not only is what most of they're saying not true, it's the opposite of true. It's like aggressively 180 degrees untrue. A lot of their theories about the patriarchy and the rest of it—again, with the totally unnecessary disclaimer: of course, there are improvements that need to be made.
0: Yeah, and it's that idea that you are well. Everybody listening right now is wealthier in terms of things you can have. Than John D. Rockefeller, the richest man in the world, was in uh, 1900, I think. Right. Um, just because, you know, I can have as much warmth and cooling as I want. I can get, you know, I can cure practically anything that's going to befall me mm-hmm. in terms of a disease. You know, all the things that John D. Rockefeller just had no ability. And the motor car. Yeah, I can, in the motor car, a flight, I, I can travel around the world, you know, and afford it and go all these various places and come back and just, it's amazing.
1: John D. Uh, Rockefeller had uh, zero Game Boys. He did not have a single Microsoft Switch? Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah, sorry. I knew that sounded wrong.
0: My kids each have one, and they spend way too much time on it. Oof. I need to get that under control.
1: You know, um one day I'm going to write a quickie talk show book that'll come and go, not be noticed, but one of my chapters might have to do with the incredible value of... It might be among the most valuable thing human beings have ever been given by God, and that's boredom.
0: It makes you innovate. It makes you seek activity, knowledge. My kids suffer zero of it per day unless I force it upon them. I think
1: of everything my life is and how key the fear of boredom was to all of it.
0: Yeah, I just, it's a, I'm sure all parents think about this, but I think, you know, if either one of them has the aptitude for picking up a musical instrument and getting good at it, would you ever know when they've got a Nintendo that they can play all day long? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or or all kinds of different things. Yeah. Um, you just, you just, you don't have any, I remember as a kid, I would open up an encyclopedia and read stuff. I had nothing else to do. Every day. I had nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. a book on how to type from the library, and my mom's old typewriter and learned how to type when I was a kid. Wow. Just, wow. I had nothing else to do. Chicago winners.
1: Three channels. Plus, my parents were a, no, you're gonna, not going to stare at the TV type family. Yeah, I, I read all the time.
0: You couldn't stare at the TV even if you wanted to when we were kids, though. There just wasn't enough on. No, and then a lot of it was <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it just it wasn't
1: even an option. Yeah, so I just... Uh... You know these things tend to either be self-correcting or the the beast goes the way of the dinosaur.
0: Right. I but I also sometimes think um, you know my my youngest especially is super into video games in a in a in a in a in, a, in, in such an, an interesting way. And that's one of the biggest. As we mentioned last week, the uh, the the video game industry is bigger than the entire movie industry and the entire music industry, like tripled or something like that. Mm. Yeah. So you know he's immersed in something that is isn't a giant industry. Maybe he'll go that direction. I don't know. Cigarettes
1: are a giant industry, Jack.
0: <laughs> so, so, so I would be making the argument that while he's sitting there smoking all the time, maybe he'll grow up to be a the you know a tobacco farmer or a uh,
1: Sorry, I, I already dropped the mic. <laughs> I already hit you with the devastating uh, sentence. Yeah, I'm not sure it makes any sense. No, no that's, back well, that. that's, that's you don't you need to. If you drop a bomb like I did, you don't have, I've already dropped the mic. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Speaking of ZZ Top and Billy F. Gibbons, Gibbons, um, I didn't know Jimi Hendrix, his favorite guitar player was Billy Gibbons. That's funny. That's I've heard interesting. it was Terry Kath of Chicago. I, know. I saw it on a YouTube video. He had video lots of favorite guitar players. He said it Jimmy. on the Dick Cavett Show. Really? Yeah. Well, I believe that. Billy's a genius. Um, He's a great singer, too. Awesome beard. Before beards were cool.
1: Oh, please. The beard. Start with the beard. <laughs> Only one guy in ZZ Top doesn't have a beard. Frank Beard. What? The drummer. It's Weird. Why are there interstate highways in Hawaii? <laughs> What's a jumbo shrimp? <laughs> Sorry.
0: You park on driveways and drive on parkways? I'll that can't be. Can be. Man, wait a minute now. Um, who's Ida Bay Wells and who's Kelsey Middleton? Do I know who these people are? Yeah.
2: Uh, Ida Bay, she's the New York Times editorial person who I believe was uh, part of the 1619 project. Yes. The, the other person, I believe, is just a random Twitter person. Is, uh, okay,
1: go ahead. I'm sure you have a, uh...
0: So Ida Bay Wells, um, uh, this is a Twitter conversation between these two people. Ida Bay Wells tweets, there's a difference between being politically black and being racially black. I'm not defending anyone, but we all know this and should stop pretending that we don't. Kelsey Middleton, who's just a a texter, I guess, or a tweeter, said, um, What does this mean, Ida Bay-Wells? If you don't know, it ain't for you. Kelsey Middleton again. I'm not the only one that asked. I'm also a black person. Ida Bay-Wells says, Yes, I'm capable of seeing your avatar. And I will repeat, if you don't understand the difference between being born-slash-designated a certain race and taking up a particular set of racial politics. I'm not going to educate you here.
1: Yes. Please, please, all people of color, act in the same way so you can be easily stereotyped. Independent thinking will be
0: punished? There's a difference between being politically black and and racially black.
1: There is no notion so crazy that an academic can't hold it. There is no no philosophy so twisted and suicidal that an intellectual can't embrace it.
0: Is there any getting around the fact that you are, by definition, saying by the color of your skin, you have to have a certain politics? That's absolutely what they're saying. That's just. I. I, 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 I I read an interesting thing yesterday about how actual socialists don't like this whole critical race theory thing and a lot of the uh, writing in the streets mm-hmm. that people call Marxism because it's got a lot of the Marxist, you know, tendencies and all this sort of stuff. But actual socialists hate it because they they're saying has been for years. This would be like your older liberals, I guess, um, like super lefty liberals. Um our thing has been workers of the world unite, yes. not races of the world divide. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and what what is this has become is races of the world divide by skin color. Right, right. Well, no, by not completely though. Yeah, you, know, you got to have the right attitude. Right. Because if you're not, you're you're black, but you're with the white people, and you're white, and you're with the black people. And a
1: twenty year old major will scream in your face as a grown, family-raising, professional, black human being, that 20-year-old white girl will scream in your face that you're a racist because she knows better than you do.
0: It's uh, something.
1: How anybody can embrace this giant steaming pile of excrement of a philosophy is beyond me. And what really, really, really annoys me, other than the uh, demonization of people according to the color of their skin, is that it's getting in the way of real civil rights work.
0: Got this text. I don't know if this is true or not. Normally schools have a certain percentage of daily absences which comes out of their funding. I know that mm-hmm. you know, people being there is a big part of the funding. I know that's true, but uh now they can put everyone as there so they're going to actually get more money for less service with the whole Zoom thing. Any absences can just be deleted as Zoom technical problems. I did not know that. That sounds like it could be true.
1: It certainly does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one more quick tidbit I've been meaning to get to this. Something crazy happened on the Golden Gate Bridge the other day. There was uh, there was a section of the Golden Gate Bridge deemed an accident scene, a crime scene, and a hazmat scene in one fell swoop. There was a car crash, and the first responders, CHP and the uh, EMTs who got there, one of them started to feel terrible. And then the other one did. And then a CHP officer felt extremely ill, went down, and essentially became unresponsive. Oh, jeez. Turns out the car had fentanyl in it, uh, which is an opioid many times more powerful than morphine, can be fatal even in microscopic doses. Uh, In all, all seven people were sickened. And suffered from vomiting, nausea, convulsions, vision problems, and dizziness. Just
0: from touching it or breathing the air? Yeah,
1: yeah, breathing it. Well, let's see. Um, I think they just breathed it.
0: How Uh, do they turn that into a drug that people can use?
1: Just in, just, it's, you know, two grains per hundred.
0: Um, I mean, if if, if just a breath of it puts me on the ground i don't even know how you'd get it minute enough for people to enjoy and i'm using my finger quotes
1: well they do most of the time yeah right but it's killing people by the
0: tens of thousands and do people knowingly take it or you take something else and it turns out to be in it
1: little of both a lot of drug dealers if they can't get the good stuff they'll beef it up with fentanyl so you get good and crazy high and wasted um and then you'll go back and buy from them again but it's extremely easy to overdose
0: And, and that was created by China. Yes. Or they're the and ones, most of it comes from China. They're the ones making it and sending it over here.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Huh. Meth, Mexico, China's fentanyl. Gotcha. Yes. Pot, next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.